So usually we, we talk about basketball on the show, but I figured one day we're going to just move that to the side, get some pop culture, sports culture, fashion, all that good stuff, TV, entertainment. And I came across, I did my research. I'm like, I know Fresh Prince anniversary is coming up, 25th uh, finale. And I'm like, I got to get somebody on. I hit you up. Me and you've been going back and forth. So without further ado, we are joined by the one, the only, the great Miss Karen Parsons. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that intro. Thank you. <laughs> um, so before we start, you have this art activism con event, heroesofcolor.com, May 28th yeah. to May 30th. So um, it's a virtual sign up. Obviously, we can't go and meet each other. Uh, because of the whole pandemic. So uh, what made you be a part of this event and explain what this event is all about? Well, David Heredia um, has does this. He's um, an incredible um, artist, illustrator, animator, who we've met along the way because of the work he does. He has a, an organization or a company called Heroes of Color. And Heroes of Color celebrates heroes of color people that we you know you don't hear about as much and that's very that's exactly what my organization sweet blackberry is all about my organization mm-hmm. is bringing little known stories of african-american achievement to children and we do it through books and we do it through short animated films and so david and i naturally found you know found each other and connected and um we were trying to find ways to work together we've done little things together so he's doing this um heroes of color is doing a virtual um, arts and activism show okay. the 28th to the 30th. I'm not exactly sure what I'm in for with this <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to be in the virtual world mm-hmm. and I'm going to be on a panel in the virtual world. And I'm also going to be, my books are going to be on sale in the virtual world. So um, I, I know it's going to be fun. I have a lot of. I mean, are you guys into in real virtual stuff at all? Starting a little bit, just getting a little bit. Yeah, Sam. I don't know if you knew NFT. A little bit of everything. No, I mean, I've what I've done it, but it hasn't. It's been years since I've done it. When I, so I'm sure it's improved. You know, it's come a long way since, just in the last three years. But I thought it was incredible, and I thought that's all we were going to see by now. So I'm pretty. I I still think that it's going to be huge the i mean i'm surprised after the pandemic that it didn't just completely blow up but mm-hmm. um but i'm curious to see exactly how this operates like how we right. interact and stuff but um yeah so that's I, I it's a lot of it's a mystery to me but it's an arts and activism um the show the whole show and i'm going to be on a panel so um, when we're going to be talking about some really interesting things, current events, and probably bringing up things as well, history, because mm. um, because of my organization, Sweet Blackberry, and David's is about hero, with heroes of color. I think we're going to probably see how today's, you know, um, where we are today um, has been affected by the people that came before, et cetera. So I'm right. sure we'll be touching on all of that. So before I go to Dennis and Samara, um, obviously this whole COVID thing is been a, a crazy mess um but on the flip side it's like you know what did what did you what did you find about yourself what did you create what did you learn something new that made you like obviously we, we, we couldn't go outside for a long time mm-hmm. so I, I learned some cooking here and there i, I can't yeah. do a whole lot but i'm like i tried <laughs> really so, you learned cooking 
Listen, I'm not doing no full course meal now. I, I do a little egg. tacos and burgers. Yeah. So what did you uh, create or learn something new about yourself? And um, during that? Well, uh, I learned that I I can make a hockey puck when I try to make sourdough. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> that didn't work. Um, but <laughs> I think, um, I mean, for me, I know in the for a long stretch of it, I... I guess I, I tend toward being a little bit of a hermit sometimes. So in the beginning I was like, okay, this is all right. You know, um, at the same time, like a lot of people, I couldn't take the time and be as productive as I wanted and just like, okay, now I'm going to sit down, I'm going to finish my book. And then I'm going to write these other three books that I'm thinking about. Instead, I did a lot of jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> 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 I just couldn't, you know, you couldn't focus. We didn't know what was going on. Right. Mm -hmm. But I loved the time that I spent with my family. Um, and, and I found like, you know, it was fun to kind of just find time to be yeah. um, having these meals together and dancing together and playing. And we were, we were fortunate. We're in Brooklyn now and we're making the most out of our Brooklyn space, but we, ha we were fortunate to have a place in Massachusetts to go with more space and nature. Mm -hmm. And um, I just found, um, I don't know. We were really, it was, we were really tight. I was really pleased with how well we got along because right. I know it's not, everybody isn't not around. A lot of people are forced to be with people indoors that they did not necessarily want to be indoors with. Um, mm -hmm. I was really happy about that. And I found that I, I like, I really did like the quiet and the peace, but recently I have found that I can only take so much of that. <laughs> as much as i was feeling really good about it there was also this kind of almost violent switch to mm -hmm. you know i've had enough it was a balance exactly. you need a balance you need a balance for sure and i just and so now i'm feeling now that i'm double vaccinated and my husband is and um i'm just really anxious to get out in the streets mm -hmm. i'm really anxious to go out and you know Go do just stuff. Live. I don't just yeah. Just, be, like, normal. Really just be normal. Be normal. Be normal. But even more than for a while, I think we got into a thing where we were like, you know, we weren't going out a lot and going out drinking and stuff. And I'm mm -hmm. having this real itch to, I think, to do like <laughs> everything that's been bottled up for the last year. <laughs> um, but I do like, you know, I, I'm real. I have some real homebody stuff in me. Like all these people that took off and moved away and all that. Like I get it. I feel. Like I gardened and I tried to make bread. I did make bread. I didn't make sourdough bread. My sourdoughs fail. But <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I learned I don't have any patience for all this. Like, what is it? The starter. You got to make a starter and do all. Uh, is, yeah. Is, yeah. You want know. yeah. You know, there are a lot of good bakeries. They're open now. They do sourdough. <laughs> right. That's better. Um. <laughs> But it is really gratifying, though, to be homey. Like some of the homey stuff was really gratifying and fun, and you know, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, maker. Right, Benny, uh, Sammy, Sam, Sam, you want to take? You want to go first, or sure, I, sure. Please. So when it came to connecting with art, or, or and connecting with these new events that you're signed up in, was did this come from like you being a mom, you having children, or you just wanting to make sure this younger generation understands the importance of of knowing about the past and knowing about uh, important people, important figures in the culture. I, had, I think it had a lot to do with having my first, my daughter, my first child. Um, I first heard about the stories from my mother, 
uh, all these incredible stories from black history. She was bringing the, these stories to me and I was really inspired and excited to share them with kids, especially the, the story of Henry Box Brown, who, you know, enslaved man who mails himself in a box to freedom and that that actually happened. But then it took, it took me um, being pregnant with my daughter to really, because I was thinking about like, what, what do they teach kids in yeah. school? <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. What are they teaching them in there right now? It's like, it's been a while. And what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to, how do I supplement their education with things I think are important? Should, can I rely on them? My mom found out, she grew up in the South in the forties and fifties. And she found out that a lot of the things that she assumed I was learning about black history, I wasn't. Because, you know, for her, being in segregated schools, she actually had the benefit of learning a lot of black history. Mm -hmm. And so when I grew up in California in, you know, later, she, that was learning all that stuff. You know, you learned about a handful of people. So, um, so yeah, I just like, you know, that was a big thing for me was I want to make sure that my daughter, I started talking a lot about that. Like, well, you know, well, my daughter, what am I going to do for her education? And what should I be prepared for? And all this stuff. And my husband was like, you need to do sweet blackberry and stop talking about it. Or that's what it wasn't called sweet blackberry then. It was just, you need to do this thing and stop talking about it. And, um, and so I started asking around trying to figure out how to put it together and make it happen. And even what it was, cause it was, it was kind of vague at the time. Well, listen, you, I, man, I, the flowers, the unlimited flowers you're getting to get today, it's going to be unlimited flowers for you <laughs> like because that. yeah, unlimited flowers just right. Because you're talking about knowledge and you're talking about knowledge for, for young adults, yeah. young, young children coming up. And I was just speaking about that the other day. I said, you know, uh, Randy will, will attest to this. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm a little sarcastic and a little witty. And I've always asked myself, where had, where'd this come from? My parents are very, very just docile human beings. And then I really sat back and said, you know what? Cartoons. Oh, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. So you have to understand as a young adult, you're being raised by cartoons, what you see. Mm -hmm. So I found it fascinating that you created, you know, Sweet Blackberry to show these heroes. Yeah. To, you know, to actually give the knowledge to these kids because you made a great point. Uh, it's not being taught in the schools. Right. So right. who's going to be teaching these children? about these you know these heroes about what because right. you you're not going to be able to you don't know it you can't be it unless you see it but my question is karen parsons in la growing up what leads you to um and i'm gonna pivot a little bit because obviously you become this great actress and you come on this show and it's a big thing what what made you pivot to acting if not acting would have been something else but why acting well it wasn't a pivot it was always the thing it always the there we go yeah since i was like six i was wow i know i was um <laughs> and it didn't it didn't change um i used to you know I, I loved old movies i loved like betty davis and i would just like in all these i just watched old movies like crazy my mother was a librarian i spent a lot of time in the library and there were these books called plays and they'd have like two or three plays in them and i would just read and you'd read the what all the directions and all of the different characters and character descriptions and who everybody. And so you were kind of, I was like acting it out. And then at school one day they had um, the scholastic book drive. Yes. Oh yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, and so I was I was all excited, and I ended up getting this book called Small Plays for You and a Friend, and it's just this thin little book with these simple little sketches that two people can, two kids can do with things around the house as props. So it's got your props and your, so it's really easy to play, put on a show. I was only, an only child, so I played both parts. There you and, go. <laughs> there you go. And my mom was very um, patient audience. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I was, I just love this acting thing. I wanted to do it since I was little and I had to watch everything that Jodie Foster was in because she was a child actor. And so yeah. I was like watching her like crazy. And then as I got older, I started, and I was also doing like dance recitals like crazy. And I loved being on stage and performing. And then as I got older, I got involved in, um, you know, I got more involved in like acting classes and workshops. Mm. And um, I found a, a workshop when I got older, when I got older, when I was a teenager, I found a workshop there was an adult workshop, but the teacher allowed me and my friend to take it. It's just like, as long as you're really serious about it. And so all of a sudden we're doing, you know, we're doing method acting and we're reading Stanislavski and Uta Hagen and everything's kind of, it goes from like fun acting to craft, like serious, <laughs> serious work. And, mm -hmm. and, um, and I loved it more, the more I understood about it. So it wasn't a pivot. It was, it was like my first love and my mom thought I'd grow out of it, but you know, <laughs> she was hoping at six, you know, I know with all, and all the money she's hashing out for workshops later, she's like, okay, she's going to grow out of this. Right. And, um, <laughs> Grab a violin and call it a day. <laughs> Randy, talk to me. <laughs> um, I got two before I go to Sam. Um, with the sweet blackberry stuff, like you know, you're you're you are you writing, becoming an author. Like, how is it easy? Is it difficult? What are the challenges? And I mean, we could write something on paper, but to get it published to the world is yeah. I, I assume a big challenge. Yeah. yeah, I mean, both are a challenge, right? The actual writing of it, which I started writing. I mean, my friends say that. I've, my friends are funny because I start. I started an, a writing course right after Fresh Prince ended because a friend of mine pushed me to take it, mm -hmm. and I fell in love with it. And I found out later, my friends were like, "I don't know what the big deal is. You've always been writing," which I didn't. I guess I I was always writing, but I didn't think of it like that because mm -hmm. acting was always my thing. Right. Um, so then I started really doing that a lot when the show ended, and when Sweet Blackberry started. I just had, somebody had to write the stories. So I was writing them. I was still wasn't thinking like I'm an author mm -hmm. or anything. And um, it wasn't until much later, I bumped into a friend of mine who had become a literary agent and he knew me when I was writing all the time. And mm -hmm. so he was like, I think it's time that you pitch me a book. Look at that. And I was like, huh? And so, Cause he had seen what I was doing with Sweet Blackberry. He had known me before as you know, writing all day. Cause he met me right after the Fresh Prince ended. And so um, I pitched him something and that became my first novel, um, How High the Moon. And that was, you know, that, that, that was really that nudge of having somebody like push, push me like that and believe in me and see uh -huh. me as an author. Because uh -huh. I also, I didn't share with everybody that I wrote because they thought of me as an actor. And not only did they think right. of me as an actor, they thought of me as Hillary. Right. So, to be like, I'm writing, I'm a writer. You know, I just felt like nobody's good. They're going to all dismiss me. Nobody's <laughs> going to take me seriously. So I just, this is my thing. And, um, and so it, it took a lot in a lot of ways. It was hard for me to break through that. 
um, that that kind of embarrassment of like stepping out there and having people potentially throw tomatoes at me. Mm -hmm. um, and it took, and it's also, you know, to hunker down and sit down and do it. And then once I had that support, we took the book out and I was very fortunate um, that I, there was a bidding war on the book and it, so nice. it, was, it, was, it was, it was a nice reception going out and it was very well, the book itself was very well, well received. So, you know, so all that pressure is on my next book. <laughs> no, no, no pressure, no pressure. No pressure at all. Exactly. Uh, one more before Sam goes. So I know Dennis mentioned you acting and that was your big thing growing up. Let's just say hypothetically, if that did not work, what yeah. was what was plan B for Karen Parsons? I didn't have one. Oh, there you go. And I and I heard it my whole life. You need to have a you need to have a plan B. You need to have something to fall back on. I heard it all the time. And my retort, mm. my you know teenage attitude, hand on the hip report, you know, retort was always, I don't need. I'm going to be an actor. I don't need a plan B. I, I don't need one. I don't need. One. I'm going to do it. I don't. I mean. I was so headstrong about it. And, mm -hmm. um, and I, and I know, and I was fortunate. I was fortunate because a lot of people I know, I have friends who really wanted to act too. And it's not because they, cause I wanted it more than they did. You know, things lined up and fell in place for me. And I'm really, um, I'm really grateful. And I was, in, I was just incredibly fortunate. So if I, if, if it had fallen apart, I don't know. I'm curious. I, I like people. I like life. I like stuff. I'm sure it would have that creative outlet. I would have found something else for that creative outlet, probably writing, but who knows? I mean, before, when the Fresh Prince, around the time Fresh Prince ended, I um, produced and directed films and, you know, other, so I, and I've written, so I don't have, and I don't look at them as um, one or the other. It's just, oh, I like- All together. It's like, it's just all a part of you. It's all yeah. you, it's all creative expression. It's all- yeah. You know, mm -hmm. she would have been a creative, Randy. She would have just been a creative. I would have oh. been a creative. I would have been an oh, artist. Definitely. That's your project. <laughs> Facts. I'm just an artist, whatever I do. That's right. Sam? So so this is, and I could, we could sense in the way you're talking about everything. This was like a natural flow for you. Like, does any of it feel like work? Does any of it ever feel like, ugh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, but the, the difference the, the good thing is though i love it so you keep going i mean i've had moments i will say i have had moments with the writing where i've had to go do i still like this because <laughs> you have some times that are just like this is hell this is hot. I mean, not usually but this last project i've been working on has been really um difficult and challenging a lot of things in life made it challenging I had things mm -hmm. happening personally upheavals that really just made it hard to do anything and then the pandemic happened so it's just been it's made it different but generally i've been lucky to be doing things i love and in situations that were so great i mean fresh prince to be acting was great enough but to be to walk onto that set with those people the cast and crew for six years of just bliss. I mean, you know, we had, we had a really good time and, um, and we had a deep time you had, and I have made friendships um, and bonds with people that'll be with me for the rest of my life. So I was really lucky. And most of my, most of my acting jobs have been, I have found them pleasurable, you know? Um, and with the writing, while it's difficult, 
And while I'm big on avoidance, I'm constantly like, what can I do so I don't have to sit down and try to write something today? Um, you know, while I'm big on that, I, I still, when I get into that place where things start working and characters come show up on the page surprising me and saying things that I didn't, and I don't even know where it's coming from. I'm just like, this is good. I'm just not going to get in the way. You know, those moments happen and it's like, it's that whole, um, it's like chasing the dragon, you know, so you're trying to get back to that first moment of you know, how it felt so good. And it, it comes, it happens. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I, I enjoy it so much. But it is sometimes it's really hard, really hard. Sweet Blackberry, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Running a company, like what the heck? I don't know. What, I wasn't thinking. I was like, what was I thinking? I wasn't thinking. You're a boss. All. You're right. a boss. Right. <laughs> exactly, Benny. Uh-huh. Crazy. Yeah, listen. I'm I'm Hillary Banks, Karen Parsons, Hillary Banks. I'm thinking about the time now. Is this? Are you auditioning for the? Fresh Prince show? Is this, you know, something that uh how does how does that come about? T- how did I get it? it? You no, know, how did you how did you get that actual um uh the, the role? How'd you get I, it? Yeah. I auditioned like crazy. What's crazy? <laughs> for these like, kids, for these kids to understand. See, that's what we have to for these kids to understand. Oh, they yeah. think exactly. oh, Karen just walked in, said a line, <laughs> and she got the gig. No, no, how many times did you I auditioned. I auditioned so many times. Oh my goodness! I more than ten. I you know, I auditioned for. I had to go in and audition for the casting director's assistant mm. first. So they put you on videotape, and somebody sits there, and they're going to give it to the casting director to look at it with a bunch of them and figure out like who do we narrow it down from this group, and then they called me back in on a callback, and I auditioned for the casting director. And that went well. And then I auditioned for casting director and some writers. Um, I don't know if it was Andy and Susan Borowitz yet. It may have been the creators of the show. And then I had to go in and, and call me back again. And every time you get a call back, you're like, yes. You know, it's, but then you're also like, you're, you're so much more invested. So now if they stop calling me back, now you're like, oh, because you, you're really starting to feel like this is mine. Right. And then I, I had to audition for Quincy Jones. Ooh. which was real. I was really excited and it went really well. Quincy mm. is this guy who like slams his hand on the table and throws his head back and laughs really loud when you're, you know, and I was, joke, yeah, you and was, I made him, you I was made him laugh. I made you him was laugh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. It was good. And, um, I found my book. I found my day, my day planner from that period of time. And I saw oh, my wow. like, Meet Quincy Jones, you know, and I was so wow. excited. Um, but then I and then I I think I had to audition. After that, I think I auditioned for the studio. And every time it's kind of like you know the casting director is always there in the studio. And then I had to audition for the network. And when you go to audition for the network, everybody's there. You know Debbie mm-hmm. Allen, who was Debbie Allen, was our first director. The so, Debbie Allen. The Debbie Allen. Debbie's right. there, and all these. Everybody that you've seen along the way, except for maybe Quincy, it's like, and all I mean, tons of people are there have come out to see you because it's really down to you and one other person, probably. Mm-hmm. And um, and you get to see that other person in the hall. Hi, any nerves? <laughs> anytime, anytime during that, anytime during that period where you will go, you know, you're auditioning, 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 every time's another person, any nerves. <laughs> any, any nerves? <laughs> there, there, there's no thought. Like, there's no thought that oh, I got this because they keep Never. asking me to come back. 
No, because you're still mm. auditioning. That's they didn't right. give you the job and you show up at the last time and you see this other girl and you're like, oh, I know her from that movie, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I, oh, she's so pretty. Mm. She's so sweet. She's so pretty. And she's perfect <laughs> for the part. She's perfect for the part. What am I wearing? Why did I wear this? I shouldn't have watched it wore something like you know, every, I mean, you're just like, hey. and um, oh, it was terrible. It was awful. It's huge nerves. And that in that last audition, I remember I turned around and I saw the um, there was like, I don't know. I always think it's like a toaster, but it could have been a to it could have been a toaster <laughs> in someone's office. I don't know. But I, I came in and they're like, hi, Karen. And they're all excited to see me. And I'm looking at all of these people and just like my heart. Mm -hmm. And I turned I was like, hey. and I turned <laughs> around and I saw my reflection in like a toaster or something. Mm -hmm. Right. My back to them. And I just started to like primp and there you, you go. Know. There and you go. Hillary just started like, you know, coming out. And as that happened, I was able to like go from all those nerves of walking in the room into her and turn around and voila. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, now, was that character was that based on someone or an experience? Maybe Good question. School, high Great school? question. Great question. <laughs> um, is that you like an alter ego? Good well, Good I did question. use there right shortly before that audition. I used to hang out with a friend of mine, and we would go out, you know, drinking or whatever. And I would, and sometimes I did it a couple, two or three times. I would slip into this similar sounding character and affectations. And I once I started, it's hard to kind of stop. You know, you gotta reel yourself in because you don't want everybody to be like, okay, that was funny, Karen. <laughs> you can stop now. But I would have fun, I was having fun doing it. Mm -hmm. And so when I was with this character, you know, they asked they wanted her to be a model type on the page. And I'm like, I'm not a model type. So I had to figure out how my, my way in was for it. So she's kind of in her own head. She was a model type in her brain, in her head. And um, I definitely pulled a little from, because I grew up in Southern California. This is Bel Air, right? So I, I did grow up with um, girls that went to, that lived in Malibu. I went to Santa Monica High School. Okay. And there were girls that lived in Malibu um, who were really rich girls. And they would show up in their nice cars, their convertibles and stuff. And I wasn't friends with them. So it was really easy for me to like have my whole like project my like mm -hmm. what, what she's <laughs> probably like, you know, right. thing, thing on them. Not fair. Judgmental. Unfair. A little bit. But, small. A little bit. But funny. So who cares? So <laughs> I hurt anybody. But so it was a little bit of so it was a little bit of this like. Impression of what I thought these girls were like, mixed with my friend Leanne, who had a little bit of Hillary fashion, fashionista, and a little bit of my cousin Garland, who's also he, he's very much this like diva, and so they kind of like made a burrito out of all of them. Mm -hmm. and, Morph, and then you get that's right, Hillary Banks, <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, yeah, a little of that. So, so who would have been Hillary if it wasn't for you? The other actress? Yeah. Let that out. Let that who, out. Who is Karen. she? Who is she? Let I that out. Should I name? Should I name her? Yeah. We need exclusives. <laughs> no, no. We need okay. Don't need don't don't name her. But <gasps> I I assume like she was happy for you. Was she jealous? Oh, or? she's very happy. I mean, okay. She, I mean, I don't know how she was very happy. She may have gone home and cried. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know but whenever I saw her, um, oh, she was 
so lovely. She's like, she's so beautiful. And so her heart is like, all. she's one of those people. She just feels like a little angel. She's, mm. she's a beautiful, um, a beautiful person. I'm sure inside and out, but I don't know her well, but just because she, how she always has related to me. And especially cause we came down to the wire like that. And she's just been nothing but lovely with me. So mm -hmm. former movie star, Randy, uh, has model-esque, model-esque. That's right. I would imagine kind of looks kind of like Karen, kind of sort of maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to offline. I'm going to take a couple of guesses offline. <laughs> offline, I got some, okay. got some ideas. Okay. <laughs> um, so when I emailed you about this anniversary coming up, 25 years since the finale, um, mm. I want to know when you read that paragraph, were you more like, oh, shit, has it really been 25 years? Has it been that long? Or has someone been in your ear recently telling you, hey, this anniversary is coming up? Well, September was 30 years since we started. Yeah. This past Incredible. September. And we celebrated that when we all got together for the reunion. We celebrated mm. it like this was it was 30 years ago, you guys. Wow. Um, so in that way, it wasn't it wasn't entirely a surprise just because. I mean, I, you know, quickly do the math, you know, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's right, that's right. But um, because we had just had that kind of dropped on us recently. Mm. Yeah, it feels yeah. weird. It feels so strange. It was another chapter so long ago and so much has happened since. But 30 years, I mean. Well, you, 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 I, yeah. I think I, I think when you have the let me frame it a little bit, too, because what another bunch of flowers again, bunch of flowers. What we I have here is a show that is transcended, uh, it showed a black family who was rich, well off. Not too many times you see that on t television, okay? Yeah. Then you no. have a family, right? Then you have a family who's at, then you have a family who actually communicates with each other. <laughs> then you have a family who shares, you know, shares each other's your know, stories and tries to, as much as they can because they're siblings, you know. So even your interaction with Will being a cousin versus Carlton versus, yeah, yeah, um, you know, they're all different. Please. Well, on that note, I mean, I think one of the things that was so special was how different all of the characters were. I think that was really refreshing for people. So <clears> you, you you stop in this one spot, this show. And yet for black people, you're not just this monolithic one thing, right. boom. All of a sudden it's like, you know, there's Ashley who's, you know, totally different from Hillary, who's very different from Will, who's incredibly mm. different from yeah, uh, Carlton, right? So you've got, you know, he's like a young Republican and you've got this like, you know, trendy fashion person. So they were different. And then you've got Uncle Phil, who's a lawyer who came from the South and an activism and a lawyer, now a judge, you know, mm -hmm. and then the mother, and she's got this, her dance background and she's a professor. Yeah. And so you've got, and they're not, you know, I mean, with the exception of Hillary, they're not bougie, you know, they're like, they're relatable, they're people, they're doing their thing. You know, Hillary is, you know, whatever. Which was really fun to play. Um, yes, um, but you know that's. It, I think it was that was also really refreshing for people because they were able to see all these different people like uh, that they could relate to either directly or they know somebody like that, but not just all kind of the same mindset, the same thing. Everybody you're, was different. You're mm -hmm. probably in the. I call it the top four. Uh, the, probably the Mount Rushmore of black sitcoms. You, oh. Like you're in the you're in the four, the Jeffersons. That. 
Mm-hmm. <gasps> you're gonna put us in with the Jeffersons? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were gonna go back that far. <laughs> wow, really? Okay. And obviously, that's Sam, one. Could, Sam could, you know, come back and say, you know, I disagree, agree, but we'll see. All right? Jeffersons. That's one. Family Matters. Okay, that's two. The Cosby Show. Oh, I'm about to say three. And, and Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. I mean, you left out a really yeah. important one. I mean, you left out a few that I would have to give it up to. Talk, talk. If you're going to go back to the Jeff, if you're going to go back to the Jeffersons, you have to say Good Times. Good times. Wow. Right. See, see, I mentioned. See, I mentioned <laughs> the Jeffersons specifically because obviously, it's the dichotomy, right? We see. Yeah, yeah. Good times. We a lot of us knew the good times. Yes, we, we yes. understood that. We we embraced it. Funny, yes, but we embraced it. With the Jeffersons, when I say transcendent, it's like we have never seen a black male on television who is the boss of his own domain telling people off and actually being well off. So when I say (laughs) George Jefferson, George Jefferson, so you that transcended transcended black families. Then you have the Family Matters, another great show, and then. Fresh Print Cosby Show, obviously, yes, with Fair Run, and then Fresh obviously. Print. We yeah. needed those visuals. I think the- you're right. I think you're right. I think that, I mean, it means so much, and it's, it's you know, Black people need it, but everybody needs it. We need everybody to recognize it and recognize, mm. you know, who we, we're, we're a lot of different people. We're all over the place. We're doing all of these things, and it needs to be acknowledged, and I agree. But I do have to say really quickly, Sherman Hemsley, Yes, who was yes. George Jefferson, who Correct. was on Fresh Prince for, he played yes, yes. a recurring role as a judge. Yes. Yeah. He was one of the, the coolest, nicest people you ever want to meet. And you know what was really interesting? You talk about nerves backstage. I remember trying to talk to him before an episode, um, before walking out onto the set once, right in front of the audience. And he could not, he couldn't talk right before at all because he was he, really. He was in character. He was, yeah, and he was like, you know, and he was really into his thing. And, and I, I, I oh, maybe I think of it all the time. It gave me such peace because, you know, I would find myself in the sixth season of the show all of a sudden scared to walk out and just like and hyper focus after, you know, I'm like, this is a sixth year. Like, what am I doing? What am I? And that guy was on the Jeffersons for 12 years and then he did Amen and who, you know, and everything in, in between. And then he came on and, and he got, I remember he came into the show and he did. I think it may have been that episode. He came onto the set and he had a whole uh, interaction with James Avery, with Uncle Phil, and they they went at it at each other. And George Jefferson, George Jefferson, Sherman Hemsley, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> he stood up on the table. He like, mm-hmm. and he never had done it before. He like jumped up on the table and started going off and acting crazy. But um, it was really fun. Well, well, Sherman, crazy. and that's another thing you mentioned, Sherman. So you're talking all in the family. Then the Jeffersons, then yes. Amen. So you know Sherman's yes. been around. Yes, yeah, Sherman, right. That's right. Sherman's been around for a long time, and he is—he's uh, one of the goats, in my oh opinion, my goodness, yes. of uh, of sitcom a uh, comedy. He's one of the goats. Yes, so. without without a doubt, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Sam, I got a question for you. Yeah. So I know there's the the nostalgia piece and the love you had of it. Did anybody want it to keep going? Like no at show, yeah, at one point when the network said, "Okay, we probably need to wrap this up," were writers was were any of the actors or actresses like, "Let let's try to keep it going, spin off, anything like that." Good well, it, that's it's, it. Didn't come from the network like that. Will had become a megastar already. He had done, you know, 
um, Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black. He was out of here. Said, a lot. And, you know, every summer he was doing a blockbuster. He was and, out of here. And his star was just like skyrocketing. He was out of here. And um, he came to all, he pulled everybody aside in the fifth season, like around, I want to say the end of the year, maybe around Christmas time or something. He pulled the cast and the crew together. And he said, okay, guys, so this is what's going to happen. We're going to finish this year. And we're going to do one more. And then we're going to be done. So he gave everybody a chance. He wanted the crew and everyone to have a chance to get set up. Because also in the entertainment industry and television in particular, a lot of people, you know, if you're you're working at, in camera or whatever, jobs, script supervisor, when right. you're locked into a job and it gets canceled on your way to work, you know, you listen to the radio and they're like, oh, Prince mm-hmm. Bel-Air has been canceled. And you're like, where am I going? <laughs> um, those folks are ass out. They're just like, right. They have mm-hmm. nowhere to go. All the jo- the jobs are taken, and a lot of the shows have been picked up for several seasons. They can't just get in. They're just like they have nowhere to go, and it, right. it really, really messes people. Just des- devastates people, and mm-hmm. you know, actors as well. We need to start thinking about what you're going to be doing, and um, but particularly crew. And so I thought that was such a um, just such a mature and w- wonderful thing. But I mean, that's that's Will. That's Will is very. He's very good that way. And I thought that was really lovely of him to pull everybody together and make sure everybody had time a year and a half to digest this and get their their eggs in, you know, order. Rand, uh-huh. did you tell uh, did you tell Karen who so established who besides Will Smith who your favorite character was on the show? You you have you told her who your favorite character was? I'm wearing her shirt. <laughs> 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 I thought I thought that was obvious. Sam is dying. No, you, you, you know why? Because you know, like I said in the beginning, opening like in binge watching and just kind of you know going down that that rabbit hole of nostalgia. It's like I know if if you mention the Fresh Prince to anybody, our age bracket, they'll say, "Oh, Will Smith, Uncle Phil, Original and Viv, and Carlton." Oh, yeah. I felt like, and I'm not saying because she's on. It's the fact that no, he said it before. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah, to you, like, I felt like Hillary was just as dope, as great as all of them. They all play great parts, right? And in their own respective ways. But Hillary was just so different and oddball (laughs) and funny and a fashion icon in the 90s. I know Sam will get get to that in a a second, but you you were a trendsetter back then. A weather lady. She was a a weather weather lady, lady. too. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I felt like could it be, and, I, and I, I'll ask you right now, did you ever feel back then or now in hindsight that the Hillary Banks character maybe does not get appreciated enough, does not get talked about enough, does not does not get his flowers? Do you feel anything yeah. like that? No. no. Yeah, she can't I mean, say that. Yeah, she can't No, but that. I don't feel like that. I don't <laughs> feel like that. I, had a, I mean, I had a smaller role as the show went, but I was in every episode, and sure. I got zingers, man. I mean, I got... Oh, tons, tons. Great lines, you know. Um, I was really lucky that I, I look back at some of the stuff or some of the like um, the memes or the gifts of mm-hmm. Hillary, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh wow, that was my line. That's a good yeah. line. You know, I'm like, that was, <laughs> that's funny. Um, the writers were fantastic. You know, they really came up with some really good stuff. Judy Richmond, who did the the costuming, was a genius. And, um, and she really got Hillary, you know, I had time sometimes where I was like, I don't know, Judy, I don't know. 
she was a hundred percent right all the time. <laughs> and, um, and especially looking back at it, you can really just go, wow, you know, they nailed it. So no. And I, the appreciation, I have to say to get so much appreciation so many years after the fact, it's like this, this show has been the gift that keeps on giving it, you know, I meet mm -hmm. people for, for decades now I've met, I've met people and this goes on decade after decade. I meet people who say yeah. it was, it was, well, they say it was my favorite show and now it's my kid's favorite show. Right. And then, mm -hmm. you know, a few years go by and somebody goes, it was my favorite show. Now it's my kid's favorite show. And then it's a few years go by and I hear it again and I hear it Mount again. Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. And it's, and it's so, it's so sweet. And people are, you know, saw the reunion and had the strong feelings. And I go, I do Comic-Cons when um, there's no pandemic. I do <laughs> Comic-Cons and it's so cool to meet people and have them tell you about how much the show meant to them. Right. And, but about specifics about things that affected them. And cause I do the same thing with other people who are like, Oh my God, you don't understand what this meant to my childhood, you know? <laughs> but, it, but when people tell me this stuff, I've, I've gotten to where I finally really hear it. Cause for a mm. long time, I used to always just be like, Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's so nice. And I just let it go by. Like, I, just wouldn't yeah, right. I wouldn't let it land. Right. And I, I, um, I recently allowed it to hit me and take it in that this show had a, a tremendous impact on some people. And that is an honor to have been a part of something like that. I cannot, I cannot express. Mm -hmm. Let it hit you. It, yeah. I mean, I, let it, it doesn't let happen, it hit right? Exactly. People don't get that. It doesn't happen. And Tatiana, Daphne and I were all at, um, all went out after the, after we taped, we did the, um, reunion. reunion. reunion thank you. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we were talking about that and we were kind of, we were all kind of marveling at the impact that the show has made. Cause the people that, 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 uh, waited on us and stuff at the end, they were like, well, no, 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 this is all on us. You guys have meant so much to, and they all went into this whole thing about how much the show has oh. meant to us and stuff. And, we were just all like, oh, thank you. <laughs> we were like a mess. We're like, this is crazy. This is Aaron, the show has had this kind of impact. Now you just 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 start walking around Hollywood. Just for me. For me. No, just for me. Like Denny Blanco. Yeah, for me. Denny Blanco told you, Karen, just do this. <laughs> I'm not wearing a tiara too. Can I wear a tiara? <laughs> yes, you can. Or the hat, the hat with the bow on it. Yes, yes yeah, you I'll, can. I'll, yep. And just no right. like talking. Hillary, just wear my Hillary clothes. Start right? doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like Hillary. Walking around, everybody. Oh no! Somebody do something about the poor girl. <laughs> so you you mentioned zingers, right? So mm -hmm. I know there's there's a plethora of zingers that you laid out laid out on that show. Um, the one that had me dying laughing crying in my room was like season three um the episode where phil hired um this ex-con to fix some stuff around the house yeah um, uh, yes lester right yes. so long story short they the, the the family goes outside they go out to eat they come back and the whole place is cleared oh. robbed I know so, so you know dennis and sam i swear to god she Will came in first, was like, huh, huh, like what happened? Ashley comes in, like, oh my God. And then Hillary comes in and Will said, We've been robbed. And Hillary's like, Oh my God, what they take. <laughs> and I'm like, the whole house is empty. <laughs> like, you, know, are you serious? 
<laughs> some of those lines, there were lines sometimes they would say like, you know, cause we'd always meet with the, the writers after we run through the show. And there right. were some things that they'd always say, how did you feel about it? Sometimes you're like, this is ridiculous. I wouldn't say this. <laughs> oh, well, I wouldn't say this. To, you know, people are saying different, every, different everybody would pit, say, you know, Ashley would different say, I wouldn't say this. I would, I would go to Hillary about this or, you know, and uncle Phil's like, Oh, black family wouldn't, this wouldn't happen. You know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. everybody had their stuff. And, you know, there were some things where I would say, you know, can we just tone down on the, like, you know, Hillary walks in in a skin tight, you know, black dress. <laughs> Hillary walks in. Everybody throws water all over Hillary's t-shirt. Can we, can we, can we lose that? You know? And that's yeah, important but- too. Karen, I think that's important. I'm sorry for interrupting. I apologize. It's that's okay. important because Hillary was, it was, it was just, it was about her being a, 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 an embodiment of, I respect myself. I'm oh, not yeah. going to take I'm not going to take crap from anyone, not even my daddy. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. y- if you're going to step to me, step co- step correct. Shout yes. out to shout out to Jazz. You tried your best. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you tried but yeah, it's it's very important that yes, you pre- Oh, she got that and she got that from she got that from her her parents. I mean, she got that that thing from her parents for sure Mm -hmm. but i think that let me the only thing i was going to say before is that even though there are things we would come to the writers and say that doesn't make sense i always had that we always had that balancing act with hillary of like it's dumb as all hell but it's too (laughs) funny to lose like we got to keep it it doesn't make any sense but it's just too funny to lose i got one the the episode they're having a backyard barbecue and you order the sushi and you go the pepper's moving (laughs) <laughs> I don't remember that. No, that one is like <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> You're like, ew, the pepper's moving. <laughs> classics. Yeah. It's classics. It's, it's, it's too it's too many. It's too many. Um so on this show, culturally impact uh for me, I th- I think it brought rap into mainstream, uh yeah. fashion into mainstream. Um and I feel like so many people you had Riddick Bow, Evander Holyfield, Hugh Hefner, BBD, Boys to Men. There were so many big time celebrities. But I'm I'm hoping that you know you're a celeb yourself, but during that point in time, did any guest that comes on that came on made you feel starstruck? Oh my god, I can't believe he or she is here. Like I gotta be I gotta be professional. Anybody that stay, that stands out. Well, I was always professional. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> there it is. But, talk but, talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in terms of like starstruck, I mean, I there were some people I was kind of like, I can't believe. It's definitely people I could believe were there, like Milton Berle, Sherman Hemsley. Well, Sherman Hemsley became like the good news is that he ended up becoming. You know, he had a, a, a arc role. on the show. He was on for yeah. a while, mm. and that was really cool. And and he Milton was Berle. But Milton Berle was on the show. I never had any scenes wow. with him. But I mean, this is like this comedy icon, and, and and it's like, what the heck? How is he? How did he come on? Does he know where he is? Like, why is he doing this or what? And um, Jaja Gabor was yes. another one that was like insane, and she let me wear her ring all day long. The fabulous rings. I was all day just like, yeah, that was fun, <laughs> and she was very funny, darling. But that, just very Jaja. She was, mm-hmm. she was all Jaja all day. Um, 
I took a picture. I didn't take pictures of lots of people. I guess I didn't want to bug people. My mother right. did. You know, my mother would do it at the on Fridays. She'd be like, I found pictures of like Bo Jackson <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I got pictures with more people. Luther Vandross. I'm like, Luther Vandross was on the show? Or did he wow. just visit? Like, I don't know if he was, I don't know, but there are pictures of him. I don't remember. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, Hillary, he was in like, I was in like two scenes. So I was always in my room. I didn't always know what was happening. <laughs> but um but um uh tom jones i took a picture with oh yeah. nice nice that was such a fun episode and tom jones i just thought was such that was such a hoot to take a picture with him but um you know naomi campbell was on the show oh. and i would get to hang out with her afterward that was like that was a trip nice that was fun you know what sam i forgot this i forgot the zinger too dennis um talking so the episode where Will and Carlton tricked Jeffrey into winning the, the lottery, right? Oh. So Jeffrey had the ticket. He's like, yo, and he's thirsty for the numbers. And they call the numbers. And he's jumping around. He's crazy. He's breaking everything. And he gets to Ashley. And he was like, how does a, a Mercedes oh, sound? That's a good one. And she was like, vroom, vroom. And he was like, I'll get you too. And Hillary was like, Vroom, vroom, vroom. vroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, what about me? Like, <laughs> somebody posted like, somebody posted the French version of that on Twitter recently. I wow. died. It was the funniest thing to hear the vroom, vroom, vroom in this French girl. <laughs> um, I did want to mention the fact that this show, from from a basketball standpoint, um, very culturally impactful. I've read stories that. You know, the show was going to be canceled in 94, but the NBA stepped in because uh, somehow NBC, NBA, they had the dynamic and they was like, listen, you got to have this, this show go on. Um, Will Smith, I think, aside from Michael Jordan, Will Smith had the latest MJs on that oh. they, as, as a fan and Dennis as a fan through, and Sam are watching like, where'd you get those? I've never seen that color way. That's brand new. How much? And it was like, if you were in Jordan, you were Smith. And he had a big fashion thing, basketball uh, wise. So big time. So yeah. that's why like, I was too young for, to watch the uh, Jeffersons and Cosby show and good times. Fresh Prince is, is, is my wheelhouse. Fresh Prince, Family Matters, Full House, that way in the 90s. Right. And I feel like, although those and friends too, although, although those were great shows, I don't think they hit you where it was at because you guys told real life stories and, and dialogue that are played now today or racial stuff social stuff um don't do drugs and everything so it was like again i see those shows but for me like that show really hit home that's great to hear that's really great to hear because when you're in it it's not always easy to see that i mean definitely not the impact you know you just mm-hmm. we had our studio audience yeah, the people that you're doing it for, there are cameras there, but you can't feel millions of people and you sure certainly can't feel decades, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it didn't, and we weren't like a big, huge hit at the time. I mean, we weren't, we weren't, when the show was on, we weren't cracking the not the top 10 on the TV guide, top 10, because mm-hmm. I stopped at the grocery store all the time and looked, you know? We were never cracking the yeah. top 10. Uh-huh. So it wasn't like, it didn't, it wasn't until the show went into syndication or when the show went off the air first syndication but really when we went off the air is when people started recognizing me out and that was like that was strange like i'm not even on that anymore and then then it just grew yeah so and i honestly think too that we had a big resurgence 
and I have to, I don't know if I've told him this. I don't know if I've told him this. Um, when Alfonso did Dancing with the Stars. Yes, okay. I yeah, think there was a huge yeah, absolutely. resurgence all of a sudden of, of Fresh Prince right after that happened. Absolutely, the, those hot feet, those hot feet. He I was mean, so Alfonso, good, he was Alfonso's, so good. Alfonso's been dancing since, wait for it, Randy, wait for it. I'm waiting. Silver, silver Spoons, see. You're a little, you're a little baby too young to know. I don't know. Sam, Sam knows about silver spoons, but I think you can go back further. See, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> since four or five, but I know for he a fact. He was in a Pepsi commercial with MJ. And there you go. And he, was, go. and he was the tap dance. He was the original tap dance kid. Yes. There you go. Yeah. So I, I remember him just always being a dancer, and then obviously silver spoons was where I first got a little, you know, a, a, a streamline to what he is and what he's doing. And then obviously Fresh Prince was boom. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh man, the flowers are just overwhelming. Just giving, giving. You guys have been wonderful. This has been very nice. Just um, so here. Yeah. So in that, in that, uh, I got a few more before we wrap up. Um, so in that final year, once you know Will tells you a year, a year and a half ahead of time what's going to happen, yeah. um, what was the feeling like at the beginning of the final season? I think y'all did 23 shows and like how you middle wise and when it came to the end, it was like, like damn, like it's really over. Like I feeling yeah, like the whole time. I don't remember the whole year. I remember at the end, mm -hmm. um, it, how sad it was. It's funny to hear everybody talk about how sad it was. I realize how much I blocked out too, and also to see mm -hmm. they, they show it in the reunion. They show us at the la like the last table read and stuff, and I'm mm -hmm. a basket case. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just like bawling constantly. You know, I'm just like hanging on James. I'm just like crying and crying. Because um, the fact they, they were like my family for real. And um, and unlike I always talk about the fact that I was an only child. So all of a sudden mm -hmm. I had a sister. I had a brother. Will was like a brother. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my dad was kind of like you know, not really a dad, dad. And all of a sudden I had James who really treated me like he called everybody's, me everybody's father. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's father. And that's how he was. He was very, very paternal. And so it was just like, I had this automatic family that I was with for years and to, um, to all of a sudden have that be over was tough. The last episode was really rough. I remember that very well. I remember trying, I remember, talking to myself about what when I was walking off the set, like, don't do it. Cause once you walk off, it's done. Like, mm -hmm. and I was like, and I remember we're just like doing my lines, hitting my marks. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. Walking. Don't walk out. Just, stop. <laughs> just do anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like, it's, you know, just, just let it linger. Just don't go. Mm -hmm. Feet went all the way. And then I was off out of camera, out of, you know, the shot. And I was like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yep. You know, I wanted like to that. run back out. It was awful. But the mm. little good girl in me was like, say your lines, hit your mark, walk off, you know, and, uh, and mm -hmm. then uh, you were in it, you were in it, and then the real you, know, you realized, yeah. It, yep. was, it was hard. I was so torn, but I did, you know, my job. I also didn't want to, like, I think a part of me didn't want to milk the moment for me. I didn't want to, like, break it for Karen. Per Cause the audience is really watching and, uh -huh. and they're, you know, the studio audience, cause they, we, we would have gone back and just done it again, but the studio audience is really into it. And, you know, some part of me felt like, don't be selfish. 
walk out, do your job. Everyone else is enjoying the show. Don't be like, ah, I don't want to leave. I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start this new carriage mm. show all by ourselves. Let's do it. Oh, um, that, you asked before about if they were about the spinoff, if there were any spinoff possibilities mm, or stuff. Right. There was, for a while, there was a possibility of a Hillary spinoff. What? Who, yeah. What executive must I send an email to to say, why'd you drop the ball? Quincy. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it, was, it was through Quincy's company. We were like, we were meeting, actually met a really good friend of mine from Quincy's company because we were, they were talking about doing it and we were having, me there were meetings about it and I was just kind of sitting there just like, oh, this is cool. This will be great. I mean, I wasn't like heavily involved except for being like propped up in it. I wasn't, mm. um, and I was excited about it. It looked like it was going and then it just, the brakes were just put on all at once because there were too many uh, the pie had to be cut too many, too many slices. There were so many people had be, were attached themselves when the Fresh Prince deal was made that if there was ever a spinoff, mm -hmm. that they got a piece and blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. so when it came time, all of a sudden they said it just wouldn't make sense um, monetarily to do it for people because it was just had to be split too many ways. Uh, oh, well. So, well, um, Sam, if you got one more, let me know, and then I'll wrap it up with some rapid fire for Karen. No, no, I'm ready for rapid fire. Uh -oh. oh, then go first. Let's, let's let's start it off. All right. Should I have oh. studied? No, <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No. Favorite guest star on Fresh Prince of Bel Air? We just filled in. Ooh. Really? <laughs> the most I know, right? Of everyone was on there. Acting with Regis Philbin was the bomb. He was so dry and so funny. I would have loved to do a spinoff with just me and Regis. I would have been the shit. <laughs> Regis, <laughs> the Regis Philbin. He was awesome. He was so dry. He was just like dirt dry. And it made me inside. I was cracking up. He was so funny. Wow. Loved him. I'll be honest. I, I don't have any uh, rapid fire. I, I, I just, I'm just, yeah, boo me. <laughs> boo this man. Boo this man. I got you. I, I got you. Boo this man. I just I, I just wanted to, you know, take time, take this one hour to just give you all the flowers, let you know what you what you've actually brought the art that you brought mm. to the table will live on forever and ever and ever. And their parents, parents, parents will use, you know, fresh prints just to pass it on as an educational tool. You're not going anywhere. You should feel it. You should own it. You right. are Hillary Banks, aka Karen. Boy, that's, that's right. what I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, Denny, before you go, I got okay. three more, and I know, I know, I know about Sam. I got three more. Uh, Sam, right. how, how many got left? What minutes? No uh, oh. questions. For ra oh. Rapid fire. Oh, rapid fire. Uh, I have another one. Favorite historical figure. Mm. Oh. Favorite, any uh, any year? American. Yes, favorite black historical figure. Any year, right? Doesn't matter. There's one That's that comes right to mind, and I'm not. Is she my favorite? Black Jesus. I'm gonna say her, <laughs> even though she might not be. She might be my favorite. Bessie Coleman. Bessie oh. Coleman was the first black female aviator. We did a there book. You go. Oh, let me do my book. There you go. Yeah, there you sure. go. Nice. There right. you go. Oh, and I got that thing behind me. Flying there free. Um, our book, Flying Free. We also did a, a film of her. Uh, Sweet Blackberry did a film of her. Bessie Coleman was, everybody knows about Amelia Earhart, but yep. 
Bessie was Bessie got her pilot's license, uh, her international pilot's license, learned to fly before Amelia Earhart. She was, and people never hear about Bessie Coleman. Bessie mm. was black and Cherokee. And we're mm. talking about, she got it in I think 1920 or 1921. She got it. And she, no one would teach her to fly in the United States because she was black and she was a woman. So she actually, at a time when you couldn't fly over, she took, she got sponsorship and took a boat to France, to mm. Paris, France. And she was where they would teach her how to fly. She didn't know the culture or the language or anything. She, we're talking back then. When you mm -hmm. want to do something, talking about you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And she went over there. She people knew very little about flight, mm -hmm. and she is so it was a very frightening thing to do. But also women, where women were considered their place and all this stuff, and a black woman, black Cherokee mm -hmm. woman at that. And she went. And she came back, and she was a hero. And she was just. And you see pictures of her with this like smile and all this good energy. She is an inspiring person to me and she might be my favorite. Mm. So I got a few. What is your favorite Will Smith movie? Ooh. Why are you trying to set up a failure? Oh, there's no failure I'm here. I'm no failure here. She, she, she gets a lot of Will Smith great movies. I, mean, I don't know if you've been cool with that. I think... Uh oh, see, <laughs> right? see? I, think, I think pursuit of happiness. Pursuit was tough. Seven pounds. No, seven. No, right. But seven, his, but that's what I was going to say though. People have like, eh, about seven pounds, but Will's acting in seven pounds was really, really, really good. Phenomenal. I was, you mm -hmm. know, I want to say what you will about the movie itself. I will say in terms of as an, as an actor, I was watching it going, oh my goodness. He's like mm -hmm. taking a, a big leap. Um, and I don't know if everyone will see it because I don't know how many people saw yeah. the film, but yeah, but I saw it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was really good. So we're going with Seven Pounds. No, we're going with Pursuit of Happiness. It's okay, my favorite film. Pursuit of Happiness is dope. Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Pursuit of Happiness is dope. Uh, two more. If the Fresh Prince was being aired in the social media era, <laughs> blank. <laughs> Hillary would be the star. Of <laughs> Hashtag Hillary thanks Hillary swag. That's Hillary right. for president. Own Hillary it. for president. Own it. Mm. But why is that? Why why you feel she would? Are you kidding me, Hillary? I mean, you tell me, like, I, I, be I, like the Instagram and yeah. everything, whatever oh, yeah. star. Yeah. She would own that. That that's was. Right. That's what she. That's where she lived anyway. She had her own fake, you know, internet, you know, <laughs> little planet around her. <laughs> that's where she was living all the time. Mm. All right. Dope La media life. Yep. Last one. If you, someone told you, hey, Karen, you had to do one of the following. You got to do the Carlton dance or rap the theme song to Fresh Prince. Which one can you do? Oh, that's an easy I'm one. I'm not doing it. Don't you ask me to do either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be the, the song. It's the song. Oh, yeah, I, can't, I can't do the Carlton. No. It's, it's a one of I one. have arms and body don't move in those opposite directions. <laughs> I don't know. He does some weird. I can't get it to work. <laughs> so, so do you know the whole song, or you know a little parts of it, like to to rap, like straight through, or you know a little? Cause I can't do. It. I don't know from top to bottom. In West Philadelphia, born, born and raised, raised on the playground. I know the song. Is where I I know the song that we all know. I don't know the the original, all of the original one when he's on the plane. 
Mm. First class. Oh, this is yes. class. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass, like all that. Like yes. I, the first season, they played the full song. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I don't remember all that one, but I know the other one. Yeah, that would they, be we, what I would say if I would do it. Danny, finish it out. You, you'd be saying finish it out real quick before. West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days chilling, chilling out, maxing, nice. relaxing, cooling off, shooting some beatball, upsetting old school. And a couple of dies were up so good. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. One little fight. My mom got scared. She said, You moved with your auntie, Uncle Bella. I wish it for a cab, and when it came near, the license had a license plate had a. Said fresh! License plate said fresh. And a Dyson ear. Dyson and red bit. In the mirror. It's like schoolyard karaoke. What are we doing? We just botched the whole thing. If anything, I can say, come on, if anything. If anything, I can say this. This cat was the home to Bel Air. I, I pulled up to house around seven or eight. I'm laying in a L to the cab. Yo, smell it. Look at my kingdom. I was finally there. Sitting on my throne as a pressure. Oh. There you Prince go. Sitting on my throne you like a Prince of Bel Air. There you go. Whoa, oh, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> you guys should just let me do it. That's what. See? see? I would hope you do it. <laughs> see? Was, see? See? Um, Karen, thank you so much. Yes, oh, I know Danny got to Danny got to run. Sam got to go. Uh, Cameron, it's been fun. It's been a pleasure. Hope you this enjoyed it. Great. I uh, did. Any, anytime you want to come on, uh, let us know. Uh, I know your son is a, bo uh, a ball player, so I'll give yes, you some information about what we're doing this summer. Okay. If you want to come, bring him out. Uh, for, for for myself, Dennis and Sam, we love you. We appreciate you. And um, anytime you want to come on, let me know. Thank you. This was really fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.